Hello and welcome to this Head Talks podcast. I'm Terry Stiasny and I've been speaking to Kerri-Anne Payne, Olympic swimmer and former World Open Water Champion, about the courses she's running to help stressed NHS staff enjoy the benefits of the water. This blue therapy takes us poolside. Here we are at Parliament Hill Lido, which is a huge 60 metre unheated pool in North London. On a sunny day, it's absolutely beautiful. It's still lovely, but unfortunately, it's a really rainy day today. But there's still a good few sort of hardcore swimmers who are not deterred by the rain. Kerry Ann Payne is with me. Oh, hello. Thank you for coming along today. Yes, there's definitely a couple of ducks here as well who are enjoying uh, the water. So that's good. Um, yeah, so my name is Carrie Ann Payne. I am triple Olympian and I qualified for the Beijing, London and the Rio Olympic Games for the 10k open water. And I am here today at the Lido coaching a whole amazing group of NHS staff through NHS Wellbeing Trust and through a company called Chill UK as well. So we're putting on eight weeks of sessions every Tuesday night so far. And it's really just about kind of offering the open water, the cold water experience to the amazing um, staff members in and around London who've had a pretty tough year. Um, and this is just something that we wanted to offer them as a, as a something to give back, really. Why is open water and cold water swimming such a good thing for your health and your mental health? Well, there's a couple of different reasons why. One reason being um, that we're still trying to figure out. One is that the cold water has this euphoric feeling and everyone anecdotally that you speak to that's done any kind of cold water swimming absolutely feels that and talks about it. It's definitely one of the, I'm sure there's a meme going around somewhere which is just like, you'll know an open water swimmer because they'll tell you about it. (laughs) And it's so true because when you've experienced that feeling and I was just talking to a lady just about to get in. She was like, have you been in yet? Is it fine? And I was like, "Um, I haven't been in yet. No, but everyone that's got in has come out with a smile on their face and she's like, that's what I needed to hear. And it's just, I think it's part of that ritual of like, oh, I know it's going to be cold, but I know I'm going to enjoy it when I get out on the other side. So one part of it is this kind of resilience building thing that we do to ourselves. So we're literally jumping into cold water on a rainy day <laughs> in the middle of London. Um, so that being one part. And the second part is um, there's a real benefit to kind of pushing our body to a certain limit. And the cold water can do that for our body. It kind of like, it shakes everything in our body around all the mitochondria and all of our blood it really kind of just shoots everywhere around your system and it flushes anything out so lots of people that have chronic injuries chronic illnesses and you know depression mental health problems and issues have found that the regular use of cold water swimming and that we think it's that kind of mitochondrial part of it it's really helping to flush everything out and help someone like really feel alive and you know flush things out and the body the body goes oh okay i need to work over here and they do that thing over there and then the final part, sorry to go on about this, but the final part is this, this community feel. There is not many people that do open water swimming that don't do it with a community or with someone else. So I think that kind of shared experience of mini torture maybe, you'd want to call it to start with the first few times you do it, but then you get used to it and you get the real feel of it. And I think it's that that shared community feel and you know everyone that's going for mental health reasons, kind of you don't need to say I'm here for this. It's, it's just a safe space for people to go to, really, and to share experiences with other people. So, yeah, it's a combination of those three things. We haven't quite managed to pinpoint it, what it is specifically, but that's why we're here working with the NHS and why Chill UK are doing these, these sessions, because we're trying to get as much research into it as possible. So I understand you are doing res- the research as well. This is not just a benefit for the people who are, you know, getting used to the water and hopefully enjoying it. There's a science behind it. Yeah, so there is. There's a, an amazing lady called Dr. Heather Massey who works at Portsmouth University and she's doing, um, she is the expert on cold water swimming, works with the army and 
all the armed forces and uh, she's a real expert on extreme temperatures within the body and she's really trying to push this cold water research and the study so the sessions technically are not research purposes but we're just asking if they wouldn't mind filling out a survey at the end of it to see how you felt before how you feel after the session and um, so there is a whole bunch of research and that's what chill uk's main aim of this all is is to try and get that kind of as, as close to clinical research as we can so that we can start hopefully social prescribing open water swimming to people that would really benefit from it. You obviously had a great career in swimming yourself. Was it a real change when you switched from swimming in a pool, which is presumably how you started out, to going out in open water and swimming huge distances eventually? Yes, very much so. You know, I'm, I'm used to this kind of environment, the swimming pool. You have your walls on the other side. You have the clear pool, the lane ropes that you can see, um, you know, everything. Whereas in the open water, there's no wall. There's no floor. Well, there is a floor, but it's usually quite far down. You can't really see much, certainly not much in front of your face. Um, it is very different. But for me, that freedom is... Um, is the joy of it. I really love the freedom of the open water and how it makes me feel. And there's no constraints, there's no lane lines, there's no fast lanes to deal with or slow lanes. And, um, you know, no offense to anyone that's a breaststroke, but I don't have to deal with any of that in the open water. And um, this is just a real sense of freedom. And then there's a the cold element to it as well, but then there's also the nature element. So, you know, my fav one of my favorite things in the whole world to do, I haven't been able to do that as nobody else has in a long time with lockdown is to go swimming with sea turtles and, and things like that. And like, you know, that's just something that I really love, really passionate about um, conservation and all that sort of stuff as well. So there's so much more to open water swimming than just kind of going. Do you think that is part of the benefit of it is actually swimming in a beautiful place? I mean, we're right here on the edge of Hampstead Heath. You can't see all of it, but you can see the trees and you know it's around and you can see the open sky as well. Yes, absolutely. I think that green green therapy blue therapy i think that you know there's the new words that are starting to kind of emerge around being in nature but i think for me one of the best parts about having more people experience open water swimming is that they start to realize that how beautiful it is and how amazing it is and how much how lucky we are to have like hampstead ponds just around the corner and this is a as a lido you know really close to in the center of london and you can access it and, and all that kind of stuff it's amazing but what comes with that is now this, everyone's armed with new knowledge and saying, well, actually, I really want to continue doing this. I really want to swim in the rivers, but they're polluted and they're a bit dirty and there's loads of plastic waste and all that kind of stuff. So everyone starts to do more about it. And I think the more education we can get to people as well doing this kind of stuff. So a lot of the people that, you know, we're, we're doing the swimming pool first, the, the leader first, and then we're hopefully going to take them out to Hampstead and um, ponds as well or, or to West Reservoir so that we can get them swimming in the open water as well so they can take that step forward. Um, and that's what I think places like this can really help us to do. And obviously uh, a lot of the people who work in the NHS who might be coming along will have had obviously the most incredibly stressful year. Have you as, as a coach started to notice the benefits that people are enjoying from, from coming along on your course? Yeah, so one of the biggest things that we do at the beginning is um, breathing, is some breath work basically to help kind of get them ready to what it might feel like. So when you enter cold water, you might experience something called cold water shock. And it sounds way worse than it needs to be, but essentially our body is just dealing with the cold water, immersing ourselves into cold water. And um, the best way to deal with that essentially is through breathing. So we do some breath work with them at the beginning and the aim is to kind of really calm someone down, to bring their breathing, their heart rate down to normal. And there, a lot of them have said that they've been using that in and around other things as well. So not only are they seeing the benefit of being a community, meeting new people, doing something new that's a little bit scary because <laughs> the first time it was really cold, there was lots of screaming, but that's all part and parcel of it as well. But um, yeah, and, and you know, they, they've all come back week on week. So it'd be really interesting tonight to see in a rainy, on a rainy day, how many people turn, turn up again. Um, but I'm sure it'll be full because I think they're just really enjoying the experience. So what we'll do, um, this week is I think we'll just run through the warming breathing although it is quite warm 
today it's much warmer than it was last week and the water is warmer as well than well, the week before last um, so what we'll do is just run through a bit of breathing stuff a little bit of a war land warm-up essentially and then we're gonna get in and what we're gonna do today today we're gonna start preparing you for different types of open water and how you might kind of enter or get into different places and the, the venue or the body of water we're going for today is the sea at the water's edge Kerry's students practice first on land the breathing stuff we're gonna do is a breath in and then a breath out for longer so in for four out for eight and every second round we're going to hold for eight at the end and again what we're trying to do there is warm the body up and um, so that we're as warm as we can be when we get in so we've got a longer chance of being in the water basically um, we'll do that four rounds through so if you just kind of follow me whilst we're doing this you might want to move a little bit of movement kind of swaying side to side or just marching on the spot whatever feels right for you so close your eyes if you want as well so in for the count of four so one two three four and out for eight two three four five six seven eight and in for four two three four and out for eight two three four five six seven eight and hold for eight two three four five six seven eight and in for four and then the moment of truth so do you want to take your jackets off now? We'll head straight in. No faffing, we're going to get straight back in. <laughs> As a swimmer, you must have learnt uh, to control your breath and to breathe in the right way. Is that something that you take with you into the rest of your sort of non-swimming life as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think just the, the ability to know that we have that as an option to be able to breathe, you know, regulate our breathing. I think that's what swimming can offer us as humans is the, the ability to kind of regulate our breath over a specific period of time, which I think is really helpful for a lot of people because if we're quite stressed, which let's face it, loads of people are stressed, especially in a pandemic year, you know, there's extra stress, added stress, stress everywhere. Um, if we can spend some dedicated time doing something like swimming or any exercise really, but like swimming, you have to regulate your breath and that regulation of breath really helps to calm us down, to get rid of that stress, to help the body kind of take a step back and go, <sighs> um, and I think without things like this, people just really struggle and that's where mental health really starts to deteriorate as well. So the, the people here, how would you say that they, have you seen changes in them and in their attitude since they've started coming on the course? Yeah, amazing confidence actually. So the first group we have in are all complete beginners pretty much and some of them have never gone in the water at all and put their face in the water never haven't done anything and it's amazing to see how far they've come and the face the smiles on their faces when they do it the first time and the high fives and the you know you can really see there's a real emotion there when someone does something they didn't think they could do and they've done it and I think part of that is kind of not wanting to let anyone else down in, in the group as well and I think again that's why groups are really good for this sort of thing because everyone's going for the same sort of feeling at the same time and I think it's just the shared feeling that everyone's feeling at the moment of like kind of trying to take on something new and I'm a bit scared and a bit worried but oh this is quite fun so just really I can genuinely see that confidence and the people coming who you didn't think might come back the second time have absolutely come back um, and they're now the regulars which is amazing. So how many people have been involved in this class and in, in other courses and what are your next plans for the future? So this is the first of this kind that we've run. Um, so Chill UK run something slightly different to what we're doing, but um, a very similar sort of process essentially. But this is the first one we've done for the NHS. And 
40 was the, the total number that we could, the capacity essentially, but we've had 32 to 38 um, every session so far, which is great. So, you know, really high uptake um, for that. There's four sessions, so giving people the opportunity to come at different times as well. So 30 minute sessions um, in total, 45 minute sessions really in total. So yeah, and then the hope is that we'll be able to run another one September, October time. Um, but that'll be, I think at West Reservoir, so an open water experience from that, from that perspective. And then hopefully next year as well, we can kind of keep, you know, continuing to, uh, do something like this so that we can really kind of make sure that when COVID is out of our systems because hopefully it soon will be or it will do one day um, we still need to make sure that we're giving the NHS the, the support that they need because it's been a really tough couple of years for them and that's not something you you overcome or you get you recover from in a year essentially it's going to take time and I want to make sure that we're doing everything that I'm I'm doing everything that I can to make sure that I'm you know helping to support that in any way possible. And you've had good involvement and enthusiasm from the NHS as an organisation. Yeah, absolutely. There's, they put on a couple of um, Zoom sessions as well for some of the community who they were trying to engage with the most. So trying to kind of engage with the um, the black and the Asian community to try and you know break stigmas within the NHS, but generally just wanted to help get them active. Um, so we did a couple of sessions specifically for people from those communities to try and kind of convince them really to say, come along. Like, yes, I'm an Olympian, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. It means that, that I'm, the right, I'm the perfect person to help you through that journey and I've got um, a lady called Claire Anderson here helping me out as well and she's amazing with those guys who are just kind of really nervous and really scared she can really kind of hold their hands through the process so they really feel supported and, and taken care of whilst we kind of work on the rest of it but I think they're just loving being here and being part of it so yeah it's been the, and the NHS have been so good about it and Parliament Hill Lido as well actually have been so good giving us the space allowing us the space and the time and we had to cancel a session because of the football but we cancelled a session um but they've let us ha had that i had the extra eight session on at the end which is really nice and obviously as well as learning about swimming in the open water i guess part of it is learning safety so if you want to go in another bit of open water that isn't as as safe like with lifeguards as it is here then you know how to behave yeah, absolutely. That's why we talk about the cold water shock piece. So the first couple of weeks, the water was really warm. It was like 26 degrees. So it was really warm, beautiful days. And then the third session we did, it was 16 degrees. So it dropped so much, like almost 10 degrees in the water. And it really was kind of, oh, this is really cold. We 10 minutes maximum we were in the water for. So that it really completely changed the, the process, which is a bit more what the Chill UK sessions are about, is, is more about the cold water. And having that um, slight change in in my attitude in terms of right guys today is about safety so it's about dealing with cold water shock it can last for two minutes make sure your airways are above the the water when you get in and um, because you just need to make sure you can breathe once you've breathed you're totally fine after that and you can go through we did a little bit of um treading water a little bit of um sculling today we're going to do a bit of duck diving under the water so if they do then go into the sea and there's waves coming this is one element that they can do to help get through the waves is to dive underneath them so yes we're in a controlled environment but we're trying to arm them with all the tools that they might need if they did take on Hampstead ponds or go down to the coast or go on a holiday or something like that I mean I think the coldest I've swum in in Hampstead ponds is about 14 degrees and I'm not very <laughs> hardcore but I found that quite hard going and you really felt the effects afterwards for, mm. for quite a long time so would you recommend that if people want to learn how to swim in cold water safely they should do not necessarily this course but they should actually learn how you do it yeah, absolutely. So my, my day job actually is qualifying people to become open water coaches. And it's amazing. So this season I will have qualified about 170 coaches, which is amazing. And so many of those are people that um, took up open water swimming last year and just absolutely loved it and want to pass on that passion, but they want to do it safely. Um, so I definitely would say make sure if you're going to go swimming, you find a venue like 
a Parliament Hill Lido or um, West Reservoir Hampstead where there are lifeguards because that's going to make a massive difference having a lifeguard or having life saving safety cover and um, that will make a massive difference to your confidence essentially that you know what you're doing and um, and then just look for the the reputable information in terms of safety so making sure you're looking at the RLNI's website and not just looking at you know random posts on Facebook because that's not even post random my posts on Facebook you know always go to the places that you know they're going to be giving out the best information like the RLNI. We're here in London and there's you know lots of places for open water swimming but it's not just a London thing is it there are plenty of places where you can go around the country. Yeah absolutely so one thing that is good about Facebook is that you can find communities that swim in local areas so go on Facebook go and have a look at the forums on places that people do go swimming and groups um, you know down the, on the coast uh, there's some river groups as well that go swimming in rivers and, and lakes there's loads of lakes around the country in Scotland as well and um, definitely have a look for there's not necessarily manned venues like we have here apart from the Lido's that they have up there um, but there are loads of groups and things like that so don't go swimming on your own is probably my biggest bit of advice but find a group of swimmers and, and Facebook is actually a pretty good place to find those groups um, of swimmers if that's something that you're interested in doing so there are lo loads and loads of places that you can go swimming in and around um, the country which is amazing that we have I mean we're an island so there hopefully are loads of places we can go swimming um, everywhere from Scotland all the way down to the south coast and obviously you know you swam for your job for a long time you still do swimming as part of your job mm -hmm. do you still get that same acceleration when you get into the water even if it's cold even if it's not the most beautiful day <laughs> well I actually didn't really do cold water swimming when I was training because we were pushing our bodies so much to the limit all the time that adding anything like cold into our kind of training program wasn't necessarily going to be helpful races were cancelled if they were less than 16 degrees so actually we were warm weather swimmers anyway so the exhilaration I get now is not necessarily from swimming in a pool up and down I'm a bit bored of that I'm not gonna lie but I do really love I've really so this is my first winter swimming through the winter and I really enjoyed it actually swimming all the way through the winter and um, we swam in the river with a friend of mine who was really experienced at swimming in the river and swimming through winter and he took me through the whole process which I really loved um, and I do actually miss that so I'm looking forward to kind of without wishing away the summer looking forward to next winter that I can carry on that journey and tell me about you know lots of lots of human swimmers we've got also two other very hardy swimmers sort of by the by the lifeguards chair over there tell me about them well i've heard quite a lot about these two ducks um, and they do sometimes get really annoyed and they think this is their pond um, and technically it probably is their pond they've probably been here the most certainly when lockdown was on i'm sure they were really enjoying it but yeah we've got two ducks joining us for the session and kind of eagle eye looking at the people going past <laughs> that's fantastic thank you very much thank you Thanks for listening to this Head Talks podcast. We hope you found it helpful and interesting. You can find many more talks on our website at headtalks.com or listen to our podcasts on all the usual channels.